Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. The Apple Sox open up a six-game road trip with a huge victory as they win the opener of it by a 12-8 score. Wenatchee trailed 1-0 early on, but would played seven runs in the fifth inning, a huge frame and one off of their most in a single inning this season. And that was enough to really, much, for the most part, pretty much put this game away. Seven runs scoring as 11 men came to the plate in the fifth inning. And the big blows of that frame were an RBI single by Brand Pons to score the second run of the frame. A 2-1 offering. That swung on, hit the opposite way, and it will drop in for a base hit. Station to station baseball for Wenatchee as Olin comes in to score. And Wenatchee has its first lead of the day, an RBI single by Brandon Ponce. And then later on, Carson Olin played at the final two runs of that inning with a two RBI double. The 3-1 pitch to the 11th batter is swung on, hit to the right side, and past the first baseman Rivera. Austin Olin in to score. Around third, Izzy Lopez will also score. Stopping at third, MJ Sweeney has to scamper to the bag and couldn't get back in time. But it is a two RBI double by Carson Olin to play two runs in the inning. And Wadanchi makes this a 7-1 game. Seven runs in the inning in total, as mentioned, and 11 men come into the plate. Everything you could have wanted for the Apple Sox in that frame to get things started in this game and take a commanding lead. They would give up three runs in the bottom of the fifth inning, but then got four back in the seventh. RBI doubles from Josh Williams, and then as well as an RBI double prior to that from MJ Sweeney. The 1-0. Lopez takes off. This one is laced down the left field line, heading toward the corner. It will drop in safely. Izzy Lopez is going to score easily from first base on a double by M.J. Sweeney. Mahalanax payoff pitch coming to Josh Williams. Swung on and hit into the gap in right center field. This will plate at least two. Bouncing toward the wall. Carney comes in to score. David scores. Olin will be held at third. And it's a two-RBI double for Josh Williams. But all in all, a lot to like from the Apple Sox, picking up the 12-8 victory to take the first game of the six-game road trip. So another series opening victory for Wenatchee. And a lot to like. Quincy Vassar had his troubles early on in the first four and a third innings of work, giving up the three runs all earned on four hits. But got some help from the bullpen. Trent Lyolas with three and two-thirds innings tossed, just the two runs allowed on four hits. He walked four and struck out six. Pretty good pitcher in that time. 16 appearances and a 131 ERA. Delivers, called, strike three on the outside edge here for out number two of the fifth inning. The 1-2 offering coming to the pinch hitter, Bushy, is swung on a miss for strike three. Trent Lyolas wraps up the bottom of the fifth inning with back-to-back strikeouts, and we head to the sixth. Swing and a foul tip into the glove of Carson Owen. He hangs on for strike three. The 1-2, swing and a miss for strike three. Violas looking for strikeout number five here. Takes a peek at second. Now the righties, 1-2 pitch, a wave and a miss for strike three. Fifth punch out of the ball game for Trent Violas. And two down here in the seventh inning. Hupe is the seventh batter here in the eighth inning. Digs in from the right side. The 1-2 pitch is swung on a miss for strike three. Another punch out for Trent Lyolas as he earns his sixth of the ball game. Great outing from him in relief in his first game in league action on the mound of relief and help with the Apple Sox who earned the series opening triumph.
Did you know that 20 former Apple Sox players have advanced to play in Major League Baseball? This past April, Cincinnati Reds right-handed pitcher Casey Legamina became the 20th former Apple Sox player to make his Major League debut. You might recognize a few other names from across Major League Baseball. Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, Drew Rasmussen of the Tampa Bay Rays, Ryan Kreidler of the Detroit Tigers, Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels, and Michael Tolia of the Colorado Rockies are just a few of the other players in the majors who previously spent a summer in Wenatchee. You never know which player on this summer's Apple Sox team will one day find himself playing at the highest level of baseball. To learn more about Apple Sox players playing professional baseball, please visit applesox.com and select the Apple Sox and the Pros drop-down option on the About column. Tonight's winning pitcher for the Apple Sox, Trent Liolas, joins us. And Trent, what a couple of days it's been for you. I said it after, I think, your, one of the innings you had, where it was a scoreless frame. The week of Trent Liolas continues. It's been going since Saturday. The celebration hits the road now. After a couple of multi-hit games at home, you come out and you get it done on the mound here. We've seen you a couple of times in non-league play. You did not pitch this past spring at Northwestern, but... You're looking really confident on the mound. Did those three outings in non-league play really help for this moment tonight? Definitely. They were huge for me, just being able to get out there and get the feel for it again and get the confidence back that I, I need to be out there. And so they definitely helped getting used to it, getting back to throwing like consistently. So they helped a lot and um, grateful for the opportunity today. Were you expecting to pitch tonight when we got on the bus this morning? Were you thinking, I'm probably going to be hot? What was the head notice you were given ahead of this one? Well, I knew I was hot. A coach told me I was going to be hot for until I went. I'm hot pretty much. And then uh, kind of before the game, after he told me I wasn't in the lineup today, he told me I'll probably end up pitching he wanted to use him today, which was turned out how it works. So I kind of I knew before I knew in the pregame, which was nice, and uh, kind of got to play the game as a pitcher the whole time and be in the pen, which was good. Four for your last eight at the plate. Now you have this day. You, you know, you, you're hoping this will help. I was going to say, at this point, you know, you're on fire whichever way it goes. So, you know, hoping this momentum carries into your next time at the plate as well. But how much are you enjoying just being a two-way player right now? Because I think we've seen it with everyone who's done it this summer. I just You guys look like you're having a blast, and you're all exceeding at a pretty high level too. It's a blast. I'm loving it. I mean, it, I think it's one of the, I think it's the funnest thing to do in the sport is to be able to pitch and hit. And um, so far it's been a blast to do both. I've had – Great. It's been great overall. Luckily, found some success lately in the plate, which has been nice, too. So it's definitely been a good past couple of days. That fifth inning, you came on. You allowed the double to score two inherited runs. You buckled down after that, in fact, but strike out your next three hitters in total. What goes through your mind after that base hit? Was that kind of maybe the jolt you needed coming into the game, so to speak? Uh, I think so. I think after that, I kind of had to realize, like, I got to go after him. I got to attack which is the best way, and after that, kind of settled in and just was able to attack and get my pitches going where I wanted to, which was nice. Yeah, it worked really well from there. I said it a moment ago, I was a little surprised to see you in the eighth inning. Were you thinking when you got the ball in the fifth you were going to take this one home? I was. I was. I did think I was going to do it, <laughs> but um, the number of pitches kind of got up to me. The walks caught to me, so I kind of had to shut it down just for arm reasons and stuff like that. So, But I thought it was nice to go that long. It felt good to stretch it out for sure, though. Fun to see you work on here on the mound, and Trent, looking forward to seeing you do continuing this hot work at the plate. Thanks for joining us. Thanks again. That's Trent Liolas, tonight's winning pitcher for the Apple Sox, as he had himself a pretty good game with the three and two-thirds innings. Didn't allow any runs until that final frame that he was on. That was the eighth inning. Had six strikeouts overall out of the bullpen.
Now we're joined by Josh Williams, who was in right field tonight. And, Josh, you, you had yourself a slow start to the game. Two pop-ups. It felt like you just got under them a little bit. You just missed on those two pitches. You decided to put down the bunt not once but twice, and both times it pays off. Are you a big believer? Was that something that was pre-planned, like that you're in a slump maybe, and you're thinking, let's put down a bunt and see what I can do with my legs? Yeah, well, going into the third at-bat, um, I was expecting a bunt there. It was like runners on first and second, no outs. I'm like, okay, we just need some runs here because we had none at the time. So I'm like, okay, I'll just get him over so he could play for one, maybe two. And, I mean, I'm a good bunter, so I was kind of thinking of, one, bunting for a – Bunting for a sack, but then two also thinking I could bunt for a hit here because um, the guy on the mound wasn't the most athletic. So I thought might as well try and make him feel the ball. And so put down a good bunt the first one. And then um, the next at bat, I was like, okay, let's just do it again. Because I apparently in my in the first two at bats, um, third baseman was playing really far back. So I was just going to take advantage of it if he was on the grass. And uh, when I, my fourth at bat, he's pushed back. So I'm like, okay, I'll just make the pitcher feel this ball, and I'll be safe probably, and worked out. Which bunt do you think was better? The first one where you reached on an error in the fifth, or the one where you got the single to open up the sixth? I think the one single opening up the sixth was the best one because that was the one that I was actually like thinking of bunting for a hit the whole way as opposed to just bunting for a sack. It worked out pretty well there. And then you made really good contact on a double in the seventh. Out to right center field. How good did that feel? That sounded really good off of the bat. Yeah, it felt good, um, especially with the way I've been swinging it. I mean, definitely getting those bunts down earlier in the game helped just boost the confidence a little bit and just taking my hits there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, swing felt good. Hopefully we can continue to swing well. Four consecutive wins for this team. Mm -hmm. One of the goals this coaching staff has always stressed is starting the game, starting a series strong, get game number one, and then worry about the next two after that. You guys have done it again here tonight, and it's been your patience at the plate, it feels like. You yourself didn't have any walks, but the last couple of days, man, you guys have drawn a lot of free passes. Talk to me about the team's approach at the plate as of late and what the coaching staff has been preaching with you as well. Um, I mean, not that we haven't been talking about um, it as an offense, but, I mean, we've definitely talked about just getting runs early on the board. Um, I think we scored in, like, the fourth or something or later. Not in the first three, but it was still fairly early. Um, but we, I mean, just getting on base and then just not making any base running mistakes. Because I feel like us as a team, we've made a handful of base running mistakes that have cost us outs. Um, but I mean, hopefully we'll just be able to continue to hit and won't we'll have to worry about base running and we just hit the ball over the fence. Helps when you score seven runs in an inning. Well, Josh, yeah. thank you very much for the time, and we'll talk to you next time. Right, thanks. That's Josh Williams, Apple Sox right fielder tonight. Two big hits in this one, including also putting down a bunt that he reached on an error on, but also a big moment in the game. It really helped. I felt like that was the turning point of that fifth inning where Wadanchi scored seven runs in the frame. And now we're joined now by Apple Sox assistant coach Colton Gelly. And, you know, th th talking about that fifth inning a moment ago, the 11 men who came to the plate in that frame for the Apple Sox as they would step up and score the seven runs of the frame and pick up the big seven-run frame to really change the complexion of the game overall. Colton, I was just saying it a moment ago to Josh, I felt like his bunt in that inning turned everything around in the game, in that inning, kind of helped the floodgates open up a little bit because I think there's a couple ways to look at it. Successful bunt, you guys get what you want, second and third. Unsuccessful, we could be in trouble, but the best-case scenario happens, he reaches base as well. It felt like at that moment you guys were just sharks on the water. You you had what you wanted. Did you feel did you feel the same way as me when that bunt worked out for the Sox? It changed the game. 
Spot on, Joel. I felt the exact same. Especially because, I mean, you just go back to last week at Port Angeles. We were really starting to wreak some havoc on the base pass. We're getting dirt bow reads. Uh, we're stealing bases like nobody's business. We're going first to third. We're going second to home. So we're checking all the boxes base running wise. Um, today we had three base running errors, but when you have 25 quality at-bats, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and you can forget that a little too. Sometimes when there's 12 runs being scored, seven in an inning, and that inning only ends because of a play at third base yeah. as well. I mean, you can take the good with the bad in there as well, but a lot of good from this one. A slow start, which for the last couple of weeks we've been talking about, but I think what stood out, though, as much as it's easy to say, got to get off to a better start, got to get off to a better start, for the most part, you guys have recovered well from bad starts. What's led to that? Is there something being said in the dugout? It's something you're seeing guys getting more comfortable in the course of the game? Well, I don't want to get a big head. What's our record in extra inning games this year? 3 no right now. I think that tells you everything. These guys just don't die. They just don't die. I mean, and they, they're more comfortable going scoreless through five than the coaching staff is because they just know six, seven, eight, nine extra innings, we're going to get it done. So I think that with a combination of a really, really above average, I mean, almost excellent pitching staff. So those two things keep going our way. It's going to be a fun summer. This team's strengths, I think, clearly are the pitching staff and the defense, but there's this spurtability to this offense where pretty much in all the cumulative totals, they're middle of the pack, but those runs scored second best in the West Coast League, and it feels like it's because of nights like tonight, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just you look over there and get any given inning, Mitch is just doing the windmill. He wants to score. He wants to force mistakes. He wants to make them make the perfect throw and tag to get us out on the bases, and I think... It's like the 2005 White Sox, kind of how we were talking about earlier, right? Aussie ball, Aussie gee, and we're playing borderline reckless. We're playing fast, and we're playing hard. It works well when the, you've got this type of lineup. A lot of guys you can hit, but it seems like, especially in this league, the teams who run well, you've played it before, teams who run well seem to have the most success, don't they? Yeah, it's just the pressure. They're just, you know, adding more pressure and more pressure and more pressure, and, you know, we're not professionals for a reason. These pitchers aren't professionals for a reason. They can't handle the pressure. So as long as we keep applying it, they're going to keep folding. Well, Colton, we appreciate the time here. This is an exciting start to the series, and hopefully we can go get a series victory tomorrow. Thanks yes, for joining sir. us. Thank you, Joel. That's Colton Kelly, Apple Sox assistant coach. After this one, the Sox win 12-8. to Want your kid to be part of an Apple Sox game? Consider signing them up to be an Apple Sox bat kid. The Apple Sox are always looking for kids to help grab bats at home plate and supply umpires with baseballs during home games. If your child is at least 10 years old, has a good understanding of the game of baseball, and is available for at least one complete series, then sign them up today. Select a remaining three-game home series on the AppleSox schedule and email the dates to info at applesox.com to register your kid to be an AppleSox bad kid in 2023. We return here on the Apple Sox pregame show presented by Kennedy Real Estate Group, Wenatchee's premium real estate team, ahead of Wenatchee versus Nanaimo on the first game of a six-game road trip. And joining us now is Apple Sox catcher who is DHing today, Austin Owen. At Austin, I think sometimes you see these long trips. Uh, at first, they may appear daunting when fans see them on the schedule, but really, I think I imagine you guys do the same way. You kind of look at it as an opportunity, an opportunity to grow as a team a little bit and kind of get into a rhythm on the road. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, you get to stay with all the guys in the hotel rooms and it really brings all the team closer together and it's definitely a long grind, but it brings us closer. Over the weekend, you had a pretty good couple of days on Friday and Saturday. It feels like your swing is kind of coming back to where you want it to be. The three doubles in total. What was the key for turning things 
forward, I think, for you. I don't want to say turning things around because you'd had some great games, but really started to see those extra base hits pile up this weekend. Yeah, before one of the games, I went back home and hit with one of my hitting coaches back from school, and uh, he gave me one quick little tweak with my swing and got me back right, and it's felt really good ever since. So. You and your brother both really turning things around. Was it a similar adjustment adjustment for both of you from the same guy, you think? Absolutely, it was. We both hit with him the morning after or before having those big nights, and he really just got us both right. After that strong weekend, it's got to be a nice confidence boost to see yourself hitting clean up here. There's an opportunity in the middle of this lineup right now. Easton Amundsen not here. A couple other guys are banged up. That's just, This has got to be an exciting time for you in a sense because of those and your success over the weekend. Absolutely. I love this spot. I mean, I love to drive in runs. I think that's what I excel at. Um, whether it's with a hit or even just doing a job with a sack fly or moving a guy over. And that's where I like to be in the lineup. So I'm excited to drive in some runs today. 22 wins for this team so far. If you had to pinpoint it down to maybe one thing that you guys are doing so well at this point, what is that? I mean, I think just all around, we're just playing good ball. It's been clean for the most part. Um, we haven't had too many games where airs really hindered us or we had just an insane amount of punchies. Like, it's just been clean baseball for the most part. Seems like the road success has certainly helped. You don't always have a situation where you've got such a good record on the road, I believe 11-4 and four heading into tonight. What do you guys love about playing away from home? Not that you don't like playing at home, but you're playing well away from there as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just a new opportunity each weekend, each new ball field you go to. It's exciting to see all the new places, and it's the same game everywhere you go. So, How fun is it having this lineup? We've talked about it several times. Being the same lineup with your brother, you guys had the chance, I think it was Friday when Carson drove you, and that's got to be a cool little moment. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's so much fun. I'm just soaking in every single moment of this summer and excited to see what both of us do this next coming year as well at college. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for the time here. Best of luck tonight. Thank you. That's Austin Owen joining us, the designated hitter and cleanup hitter for the Apple Sox here for tonight's game. Looking to pick up a few more extra base hits. He had three over the weekend against the Kamloops Northpaws. And again, as I mentioned, batting cleanup for the first time since his first game with the Apple Sox in the home opener on June 6th against Springfield. If you missed it, by the way, check out the TikTok with him and Carson Owen by checking out the Apple Sox tiktok page just add apple socks on there fun little uh, test between the two of them to see how well they knew each other so make sure to check that one out if you have not seen it already the 2023 season is underway and new this summer is the apple socks 10 game flex pack for just 60 dollars, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches you can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season the best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the apple socks 31 home games Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to AppleSox.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack for a value of $6 per game today. A great start to the weekend for the Sox, and a lot to like. A couple of crooked innings helping them out. A seven-run top of the fifth inning and then a four-run top of the seventh. Let's run through the numbers. Wadanchi, 12 runs on 13 hits, no errors. Eight runs on 10 hits and one error for Nanaimo in just the fourth game this season for Wenatchee that goes over three hours. Trent Liolas picks up the victory. Three and two-thirds innings of relief. Two runs allowed on four hits. He walks four and strikes out six. So the Apple Sox are trying to go for a series victory as they face the Night Owls again on Wednesday night at 6.35 p.m. Wenatchee won nine series last season and a win either on Wednesday or Thursday would give them their ninth series victory 
of the 2023 season. We'll take the air at 6.10 p.m., and you can tune in on the Apple Sox Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox Podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.